0: The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet one hundred dollars at WinBet and get a one hundred dollars free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w y n n b e t to claim your free bet today. Welcome everybody to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Oh man, like I said last episode when Andrew Capone was on, it's just strange times. Uh, We've got, I don't know, up is down, black is white, cats and dogs sleeping together, Aqueduct is hosting Belmont. Sign of the apocalypse if you ask me, and who am I? I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn, and as always, got a guest with me, uh, Learned that you can't say two timer, uh, because that sounds terrible and gets people followed by private investigators. So I will say a return guest, Mr. Dan Torchman of America's Best Racing. Dan, what's up, buddy?
1: Uh, not much. Yeah, two timer. I don't think has a positive connotation. So thank you for stripping that away from my uh, yeah my intro.
0: I had Mary Rufo on, and I was very just like full enthusiasm and like two timer. Mary Rufo I was like, ah, you know, on second thought, phrasing. Double crazy. Double, yeah, a real buffoonery, a real, a real carpetbagger, that Mary Rufo. Um So uh, what what do you think of this Belmont at the Big A meet? I've been trying out a few uh, alternate names, if you've got any ready, just to throw out.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I, I'll yield to you on, on the names. I, I will say that I, I, I don't mind it. I mean, there's some cool yeah. stuff like uh, just for seeing that the uh, steeplechase race. Uh, to kick off the meet was the first steeplechase race since 1974 at aqueduct you're there they are yeah. winning your in races at aqueduct it's all crazy yeah. so i love the duct
0: yeah i'm i'm yeah. a huge duct fan uh and like i said with with capone like uh aqueduct is my true test of like are, are you really into this because if you are <laughs> i've got i've got some like a week of christmas racing uh at, at naira for you I, I don't know it just seems like a a, a weird meet but the the name for it building with the big a it's not sitting well like i wish we would celebrate the overwhelming ductness of it my first option uh is a combination of perpetual and aqueduct that i'm calling perpaqueduct. um which also sounds like it could have been like a roman senator that was like the the first ever person to organize crime uh you know senator perpaqueduct. um and then my other option was uh naira's times square elmo meet because it's like Belmont, but not quite. It's in Queens. It's just kind of the off-brand Belmont. What do you think?
1: Well, I, I like Prop Aqueduct a lot better. Um, the, the Elmo is a bit of a stretch. Um, no, I mean, it's it's like if you've ever spent time at Aqueduct, you know, it is, the way you described it is pretty on point in terms of like, are you really into this? Because I remember when I started uh, courting my, uh, my my, my now wife, uh, my girlfriend at the time, Um, and we were out in California, and and the first racetrack I took her to, I was like, all right, let me just ease her into this, was Del Mar, and uh, I remember her saying, whoa, this is really cool, look at this, look at all the jockeys. Everyone's skin
0: is just glowing, it must be the Mediterranean diet, (laughs) you know, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, this is great, and then it's about two years later, as we started getting a little more serious, I said, okay, let me... I think she's ready. I think she's ready for this. (laughs) And uh, took her to Aqueduct. Uh, I think it was actually like a Simo day. I don't even think there was live racing. I just took her there. Um, And uh, actually, I went with my dad and her. Because I was like, yeah, like, you're marrying both of us. And and both of our, you know, uh, love slash addiction for this. So, um, yeah. And she... Really had a hard time concealing her level of uh, general discomfort. Yeah, uh, and so uh, the, the good news was there was like a football game or something going on, and the um, in the casino they were playing it at the at the sports bar there in the center of the casino at Aqueduct. So um, I did what any good man would do, and I left her alone at the Aqueduct Casino bar, and, and I went to bet on horses with my dad.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: We're still married, dude.
0: <laughs> Did the aqueduct Robert Redford offer her uh what what would the aqueduct equivalent be? About like seven thousand dollars or so for the <laughs> for one night. Um, yeah, it's funny, like you were telling your story. I was really hoping that it was gonna gear up to say that she saw prostitutes and was very off put by it because that's what Capone had happened to him when he took his wife to Aqueduct. I was like, Can I get two of these back to back? Like it'd be it'd be nice to to verify some uh, you know some kind of anecdotal sort of stuff do you so you play the duck you like the duck do you have any just favorite like go-to duck angles that you've been able to hit over the years go-to duck
1: angles. i'm glad you asked um so we in preparation and when i say we i mean america's best racing in preparation for this earlier start at aqueduct we knew people would be scrambling like oh my god what did i do aqueduct i'm not ready for aqueduct it's belmont season i don't know what's going on Um, we had a really, really good handicapping piece written by, uh, one of our new writers, Noel Michaels. Um, and he's got, if you go to americasbestracing.net, he's got a bunch of really good angles, not just general angles, but Mm -hmm. angles that are relevant right now in this moment in trying to understand, like, what do I do with horses coming from Saratoga straight to Mm -hmm. Aqueduct, which horses, Mm -hmm. uh, potentially were up against it at Saratoga and maybe are now in a better position to, uh, to win races at, at Aqueduct. And, you know, I think one of the, 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 the angles that jumped out to me, and, you know, we have a couple that fit the mold in some of the races we're going to handicap today is one that Noel pointed out in turf sprints. Aqueduct doesn't play like Belmont or Saratoga, which both tend to favor middle and outside posts mm-hmm. at Aqueduct, the turf sprints, you see a lot of horses on the inside uh, doing well. They break well, um, you know, they, they, they generally do well. They have the best win percentages. He, he, he looked up, um, he had one sample, um, 186 race samples. So going back 186 turf sprints at Aqueduct, God bless Noel, uh, he found a 15% win percentage for those inside post positions. So, um, you know, those are good, uh, you know, there are a bunch of different tidbits like that. So I highly urge, that's a little tease, but I'd highly urge anybody who's looking for other angles to, uh, to go to americasbestracing.net and check out that article.
0: Ah, uh, but what you mentioned that I actually really like is the the whole the angle of what who was up against it at Saratoga. I mean, that's ah uh, thinking forward to my picks for the pick five that we're about to handicap. I, I I've got a a horse that you know comes off of what was really rough on Saratoga, you know, uh, style wise at Saratoga last out. So yeah, it's a I like I like where these people's heads are at. <laughs> but we can go further than that when we come back. We're gonna hit a quick break and when we come back. We're gonna get into the Perpaqueduct late pick five for Saturday. That is September 17th. We will be right back. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Plus, WinBet has their own same game parlay feature. Just click on the game you'd like, select the Build Your Own Bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Football fans, the NFL regular season is finally here, and as week two kicks off and you get ready to place your bets or lock in your fantasy team, you need to check out the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, MLB, and has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statistician's of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues, including the NFL. So you know that they've got all of the data at their fingertips, and this app lets you access it, the team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, analyze key insights from their renowned research team. It's a one-stop shop. It's an app you can have right there in your pocket while you're at the book. Uh, I really like it just knowing that I've got all that information to pull from. Thanks, Future. Thanks, Phone. Thanks, Elias Game Plan. So, since the NFL season is here, don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer. When you subscribe, get a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan. But only if you use my promo code SGPN. Find Elias Game Plan app in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN. Now, if you watch football You need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time right now you can try fubo tv free for seven days and get 15 percent off your first month just go to fubo tv.com slash sgp that's f-u-b-o-t-v.com slash sgp welcome back to the notorious otv brought to you by the sports gambling podcast network uh, uh, no, 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 i think the first time dan was here uh the uh, the copyright infringement was a much less bl- uh, brazen. So uh, welcome to the new world of the Biggie sound drops, man.
1: I, I, I mean, as long as there's no no liability for me, I'm just a guest. I didn't know that was coming. Um, I yeah. was not warned. I I know nothing.
0: I like this. I always like to have shows where uh, the guest states early and often that they are not a willing participant. <laughs> um, all right. So we're take a look at the late pick five for Saturday, November, or sorry, uh, September seventeenth. Uh, it is going to start with race seven, post time four oh seven Eastern, three oh seven God's time. It is the Jockey Club Oaks Invitational Stakes, It's a Grade two, going eleven furlongs, a mile and three eighths on the turf. Uh, Dan, what would you think, man? This is a, a an interesting little race.
1: It is. It's it's a fun race. Um, you know, we talked about the the quirkiness of you Know the races now in, in September and October being run at Aqueduct, and so, uh, in looking at this race in particular, the Jockey Club Oaks, um, as well as uh, the feature, the Jockey Club Derby, will be race 10. Uh, in both races, jumps out to me right off the bat, of course. When I'm looking at this, oh, Frankie de Tory's in, and then my mind immediately went to, oh my god, Frankie de might do a flying dismount at aqueduct yes. how cool would that be right um yeah and then um i tweeted it out and john Piasic, one of my boys um you know immediately you know with the data he's like dude this is detori's first mount since november 3rd 1990 he won the aqueduct budweiser breeder's cup handicap with fire the groom that day Um, So I had to one up them. So I like, you know, I did a little research and I'm like, that also happened to be five days before Chris Isaac released Wicked Game.
0: Oh, wow. Good tie back right there. That gave me confusing big boy feelings as a child, that (laughs) music video.
1: Right. And I definitely got responses immediately from people who were like, oh my God, we were all just at that age. And we're like, I don't know, I'm feeling things, I'm thinking things, I don't know what's happening right now. This is very weird, and this is a dude singing to me and doing some really intense stuff right now on TV that I haven't seen before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dances were <laughs> never the same. They were never right. the same afterwards. Uh,
1: are, are we supposed to handicap? Are we supposed to talk about Yeah, that? at some
0: point, you. I okay. will let you pick a horse. Um, okay.
1: Um, well, let me do this. I will. Um, I will say that I am really interested in the horse that Totori is riding, uh, Tuscana Bell. Um, this is a horse who won a Group One in Germany last month at this same mile and three eighths distance. The trainer here, Andreas Wohler, uh, previously shipped in Lucario for the Joe Hirsch Turf Classic uh, in 2020 and nearly won that race. Uh, finished second to Channel Maker um and had another runner who ran pretty well um i i just you know everything here seems to you know I, I think you know the horse down on the rail is certainly one to be respected mcculloch um wins the belmont oaks uh runs a, a really nice race i mean and, and gets beaten by by a strong horse with, with the moonlight in the saratoga oaks so i think look if that horse runs back to uh her races uh her last two races she's going to be tough to beat but in terms of the ones that, you know, um, that, that might potentially pose a challenge, I think Tuscana Bell is one who's who's logical. And then the only other one that I, I looked at from possible pace perspective that was interesting was the six horse. Beside herself, went to the lead, wired last out with Flavian Pratt up for the first time. He's back. Much tougher competition here. But who knows? Maybe they uh they you know, they, they go back to that strategy and, and have similar results.
0: So I, I actually decided to go single here. Um
1: Yes, I'm, yes, I'm single. I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now-
0: so, <laughs> and it feels like a trap, but it could also not be a trap. What makes it, makes it somehow feel like even more of a trap, but I'm still doing it, and it's the Six Beside Herself. I mean, that horse comes off a monster figure, albeit against much weaker, a $62,500 optional claimer at Saratoga. But what I noticed is that front running score at Saratoga at a time when uh, that, you know, turf course really seemed to be kind of chewing up early speed. You didn't see very many horses go wire to wire uh, and the speed figure came back huge. Uh, which totally feels like a trap because you have a horse that's never faced anyone else put up at monster figure. Uh, you can only expect some sort of regressing to the mean a little bit uh, in this race, but if it takes another step forward, it's it's gone. And then I'm off to a good start because I've beaten Frankie to And I've also beaten Chad Brown on the rail. Uh, so I am leaning into the full on Admiral Akbar. That's a trap. And uh, just hitting, hitting the six beside herself for Todd Pletcher, uh, the uncle Mo baby. Um, Gotta to, got to bet the, that horse to win and then the uh in the vertical try like a six with the uh DeTore horse, uh uh Tuxcana Bell and uh Miss Yearwood, the uh the five underneath, and then the one four five trying to beat Chad in a third uh in that, yeah, that uh, trifecta, and then just six single. Yeah, cold as ice.
1: I, I like that, and you know, like beside herself to your point. I mean, when you post an 88 buyer in a you know sixty thousand dollar optional claimer. And then now you're, you're jumping up into, um, you know, grade three company. You could logically expect, I mean, if you if you put up a similar effort in a grade three, that number is going to be in the mid-90s. The, the only, or at least low to mid-90s, and the only other horse in here who's cracked the 90s is McCulloch on the rail. Um, so, I mean, a bunch of these, we kind of know what they are already, sort of. I mean, nostalgic, not overly interested. I mean, you know, has one race on the turf and... Um, didn't look great that day, uh, Mott going back to the well here again on the turf. I, I don't know. I, I I can't make sense of nostalgic, you know, granted coming out of grade one company, but hasn't run well at all. Um, I don't know. Just in terms of the ones we've seen on the turf, we've got a little bit of a track record for. McCulloch seems to be, a, you know, a clear-cut horse who's going to run an honest race. Toscana Bell with the credentials, with, you know, with the connections who are not going to, you know, ship in just to, just to run forth here. Um, and then beside herself, I think from a pace perspective, um, it's, it's really, really difficult not to use at what should be, I think sort of the value play here amongst the horses we're talking about.
0: So uh it's interesting that you mentioned an 88 buyer for beside herself, because uh, guess what that figure was with Briz?
1: What was it? 102.
0: Mm. Kind okay. of a, Kind of makes you want to dig more into that that performance, doesn't it? When you see that big of a variance yeah. on a speed figure, just a little, little tidbit. I'm gonna go full Q and on. Do your own research. Do your own research, people out there. There are videos on YouTube of the horse running. Figure it out. Um, Again, all right, the moving on. Of
1: this show do not represent me or yeah, I'm affiliated with. Or- yeah,
0: <laughs> that's uh. By the way, I like the ABR hat. Um, Thanks. however, with the color scheme, you're giving me a real postal worker vibe right now like (laughs) and you're killing it i mean it's it's a fit i mean it looks good uh i'm not it's not a knock but just put it out there race eight hundred five thousand dollar conditional allowance six furlongs on the outer turf uh i mean this is a level of horse racing where i think it's actually possible for sprint races to melt down it seems like the further you go up into graded stakes, stakes racing, you were like, oh yeah, every sprint race looks like it should melt down. And then a horse goes, you know, 20 flat on the front and wires it. Um, what Did you think that a horse from off the pace had a legitimate chance to come in and win this one?
1: You know, I, I'm not necessarily looking for a horse coming from the clouds, but I think, yes, I, th- I think a horse that's sitting, you know, uh, mid pack or, or second or third flight would be at an advantage here because um there does seem to be a ton of speed um you got uh two horses down on the inside king angelo ikigai um you've got uh immortalization six horse uh with speed uh gianni lambo uh has speed so y- you've got four horses here who look like they could do you know at a minimum they could do in an opening quarter and in in 22 and two, they'll probably go faster than that if they're all going for it. You might get a sub-22 opening quarter. You might get a, you know, a, a 44 and change half. And then, yeah, are these horses, based on what I've seen, good enough to, to hang in for you know um, those last couple furlongs? I don't think so. I think it sets up for a horse just off of them. And uh, the horse that I landed on, and going back to some of these angles that we talked about coming from Saratoga, is, is Carpe's Dream, a seven horse. Um, you're getting 12 to 1 on the morning line here. This is one who didn't run a bad race at all. Um, you know, last out, it, you see a fifth place finish, and you're like, oh, finish fifth. Like, and you know, what's you know, what, why should I be excited? Well, if you watch that race, he drew wide um, in a mile race where he had to get over early, so he was rushed up, raced on the lead, um, and then still had a lot in reserve, um, and he was battling. He was super, super game. And he went from first to fifth and basically, like, the final, like, you know, 20 yards of the race before the finish line. Uh, He had four horses go by him. uh, But, you know, he could have easily, um, you know, had he had a better post, had he drawn inside and not had to work early on, he could have easily won that race. And so, um, you know, look, I think he's going to have to get a little bit of a setup. I don't think he needs to be or wants to be on the lead. Uh, I think he just needs to let those horses just to his inside go ahead, make that early move. And then he sits off of them. Trevor McCarthy, super skilled turf rider. I think he sits just off of them and then pounces late, which should be at at minimum eight to one or nine to one. So I'm really, really excited about this horse.
0: So I also looked to the inside and I kind of took a look at number three outlaw kid, the George Weaver entry uh, with uh, JJ Javier Castellano. uh, um, Third career race. You have a race at Gulfstream on the Derf where it looks like the horse basically didn't get very involved early, and then the race just got away from it. Comes back, wins at twenty-five to one uh, and one hundred five thousand uh, dollars maiden special weight at Saratoga on the twenty-sixth of August. Uh, runs a just a for it a big figure takes a huge step forward. Um, I like the fact that this horse has actually shown the ability to pass other horses. I also really like that the horse stands to sit that pocket trip. And with so much speed going to the inside, you can easily see the horse just kind of ducking back under getting that great ground saving uh, trip and having first run at the dying speed. So I, I was a big fan of outlaw kid here. I mean, George Weaver's a trainer. I really expect, uh, or sorry, respect. And, you know, I, I decided to, to use that one uh, horizontally along with another horse off the pace, uh, the nine, uh, uh, click a tat, I believe is how you pronounce it for uh, Linda Rice. First off the claim for Mike maker with junior Alvarado up another one that showed that showed a pass. I'm more excited about the three there. So go and win with the three outlaw kid playing a trifecta of the three, nine with a three, four, nine with the three, four, six, nine, and just sticking skinny three, nine here.
1: You mentioned the four phantom smoke. I think that horse is interesting and, and is worth mentioning uh, one on the front end uh, Saratoga last out and, you know, non to, you know, state bread company. And so, um, you know, look, I, I, I think that this may be a, I mean, not maybe, I, I think it's certainly a tougher spot. Um, but in terms of running style and horses that'll, you know, just be off of them, even though he won in the front end, last out, you see all of his races leading into it. He's usually a length or two off, He's also going to be close enough to the rail with the two horses on the inside going forward early. I think Phantom Smoke is going to, is going to just have a dream setup, dream trip. And for me, I think it's probably the horse I'm most scared of um, if it's not Carpe's dream winning it. So. All
0: right. We are going to take a quick break here for Notorious TV. When we get back, we're getting to the back half of this pick five at the Naira Times Square Elmo meet. We'll be right back. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick them contests versus other people for the shot at winning 250k plus in cash. Just download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and just watch yourself climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. That's right, if you sweep them. 20 times bet on up to five player props over unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league including the nfl the nba the mlb the pga the mma even nascar sign up with the promo code sgpn at nohouseadvantage.com or just download the app to get it first deposit match up to 25 dollars Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this one. Promoguy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in the Plus EV betting strategies and making consistent profits from sports betting. They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all their major sports books, their bet tracker shows on average ROI of 25%, and they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EVA analytics right at your fingertips. I gotta say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win but where you're going to get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that promo guys run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguys.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent and proven method for betting smarter. Once again, With Promoguy.us, you get consistency, and consistency gives you profit. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for my 15 that I'm in. JK, it's 2, but still. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now... You can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. Over-under is integrated into fantasy. It's the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest via the over-under itself, but you can also do so through your fantasy league's matchup screen, i.e. if Patrick Mahomes is your starting fantasy QB, and not only do you think you're going to win your fantasy matchup this week, but you're also confident that Mahomes is going to hit over 250 passing yards, Well, if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button, and it's insanely fun to write it out together. Not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football player props. So, stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Promo co- code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Oh. Now that we're all fired up, we get what we all came here for: a seven furlong one hundred dollars allowance on the main track. An Aqueduct. Just the high energy races. Uh interesting race again. Uh I'm staying skinny here. Uh I saw another contentious pace, but let's hear, let's hear what the guest. Dan, what do you think? Race yeah. nine.
1: Yeah, expressman right i mean it's gonna be really tough to beat i mean you when you win on debut by seven and a quarter lengths, and um you know from from the nine post uh meeting special way to saratoga um and, and you know it's the right it's it's all the connections right it's saint Elias stables todd pletcher um everything you want a uh, 107 buyer speed figure uh, wrapped up in hand, geared down. We haven't even seen anything from this horse yet, and 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 he won so easily in that race, and so uh, this will technically be his first race uh, because he didn't really have to race first time out, so I, I think he's going to be just about impossible to beat. Uh, there are a couple of really nice horses in here. I'm not trying to change anyone. Nabokov, for example, uh, is a horse who ran in the Dwyer. I mean, got crushed in the race, but, but ran in the Dwyer. Um, and then Last out in an allowance was also just terrible, but, you know, these are, you know, this is potentially with the exception of, um, Expressman, a softer spot. So maybe, uh, that's a horse who can can finish second. Maybe, uh, you got a couple others in here who are, who are interesting, I, I, but I, I just, I can't see Expressman losing. There are a couple of horses down to the inside with speed, um, you know, prisoner four horse, is one who you know ran two massive races at Aqueduct earlier this year, broke his maiden over a muddy track, won by eight lengths. He wheeled back, came back, crushed a starter allowance. Those were his aqueduct, aqueduct races. They were really good, and they were next-out winners in both those races. So, so that's one who I think you know, if he could just, if he gets a smart ride, he'll be there late. I, I think he has a preference for this track, and also when you look at Aqueduct, even though it's not Aqueduct, Aqueduct, it's Charlie Baker. And and Charlie Baker loves some aqueduct.
0: You know, it's it's crazy. I, I feel like, well. for one, okay, Peter Brant to me uh, always looks like the uh, the doctor who invented Jurassic Park. Um, like he should have like a mosquito trapped in amber on the end of his cane, with his linen suits and his hats and everything. Uh, two, uh, if this is a three year old filly, instead of Nabokov, do you name it Lolita? Um, the Vladimir Nabokov work um
1: nice nicely done nice thank you
0: done. thank you i have to make up to dan uh because i carried on a ruse for years uh that uh i had a minor in french lit which i felt like me telling him i had a, a ba in hustling from the school of hard knock should have been a giveaway but <laughs> i digress uh i i'm going i'm going around expressman i think i okay. see a bunch of horses that are going to make expressman work for it going to beat expressman try to beat expressman to the spot I'm hoping this horse burns out early and I like Macalop the two coming up the rail. uh, uh, What I'm sure my friends will, uh, you know, make fun of me for using a quote unquote fake ass Chad uh, for, for this race uh, with Macalop. I mean, it's switching surfaces. There's a lot of unknowns here, but I do know that the horse can pass other horses Uh, cuts back in distance a little bit. I, I really, I mean, I like it, and I feel like it's a chance to get contrarian, where I probably should be taking the Expressman free square. Um, I'm going to try to, to you know, zig around it with uh, with macalop. Okay. Should I be I mean, institutionalized, Dan?
1: No, no. I, I mean, I've got a couple of notes here on the horse that I think, um, you know, I bode well i mean i wouldn't be surprised at all i mean if if, if the horse runs a, a really big race i mean obviously it's you know it's chad and chad does chad things and you could <laughs> this is definitely a horse who fits the profile of one who can take one one big step forward and uh can be right there and, and to your point with expressman i mean it's first time facing winners, right? I mean, like, I, I, I made a case for him, you know, based on, like, oh, yeah, he's, he's great. Yeah, like, he's faced horses who could be, like, just not very good, even though they were all made in special Ways sure. at Saratoga. Like, he's not exactly proven, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he may get that test here, may, get, may have to work for it early. Uh, a couple of horses to the inside, you know, kind of, you know, uh, wear, him, wear him down, and, and maybe it, it sets up for uh Mack a lot. I mean, these names are just and sing it on Saturday. Yeah. Um, another one, just at a little bit of a price, uh, American Gentleman, who's part of the entry, won a, uh, you know, uh, looking just at his, at his races to date, ran arguably his best race in defeat at Aqueduct this past March, going seven furlongs, lost by a neck in a uh, first-level allowance there. He posted an 87 buyer. So, again, you know, you're looking for, I've noticed in New York specifically, there are Belmont horses, there are Aqueduct horses, there are Saratoga horses, and there are everywhere horses. There are very few everywhere horses. I find that a lot of Aqueduct horses are not Belmont horses, and vice versa. And yeah. it seems to me American Gentleman might be an Aqueduct horse, and so um, I kind of like him on that angle. And and I see that the entries tend to one in the morning line, so I don't mind that either. Um, by the way, on on Nabakov, I or Nabokov, I, I wasn't even there mentally because. Like, I was, th- I was thinking this horse was named after a hockey player, which I just checked, and there was a hockey player. I wasn't imagining that, but who knows? I, I don't know he, who- doesn't he
0: have, like, a string that have been named after hockey players?
1: I think so. I mean, I think that that could well, be Well, a- if
0: the streak ended here, he named this one after <laughs> the writer of a novel about an illicit illicit uh, older gentleman, teenage girl love, Molina uh, A classic. I
1: feel, I feel like I shouldn't comment on... What Peter Brandt's intentions may have been here given the context you just provided specifically so I'm going to shut up and we can move on to the next race
0: half six of one half a dozen the other doesn't matter Um, you did so you did make me take a a quicker look at Expressman here's a here's a knock against Expressman broke out a post nine at Saratoga at seven furlongs Uh, I had a mnemonic device to help with seven furlong races at Saratoga which was 1 through 3 you're dead to me. 4 or more big fucking score. Because like if you're stuck on the inside, you couldn't win. You wanted to be out where Expressman was. Maybe Expressman runs with the aid of a little bit of bias. All right, moving on, the second graded stakes of the sequence, we're talking Race 10, the Jockey Club Derby Invitational Stakes. It's a Grade 3, a hefty purse for a Grade 3, 1 million dollars, 12 furlongs, just a mile and a half for you rubes on the inner turf. Um an interesting race. You get a second shot for your, uh, your Datori uh, Ninja Turtle flip off the horse. If, you know, if he doesn't get it in the first one, uh, who, who do you like here?
1: Ninja Turtle. <laughs> um, I actually went with classic causeway. Um, yeah. I think we saw what this horse can do on the turf when loose on the lead. Uh, he didn't exactly go slow in the Belmont Derby. I mean, for, for this qual- caliber caliber race, like he didn't go fast either, but Hey, look! Nation's Pride couldn't catch him that day, and um, you know, you know, he he went an honest enough pace, was, was 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 on the lead every step of the way, and I think that's probably going to be the strategy again. Obviously, we saw him try to go back to that in the Saratoga Derby, but um, ca- caught a little more pressure and had to do you know his running a little earlier in the race, and that ultimately left an opening for for Nation's Pride, and so yeah. um, I think those two are the. The established horses; they're the known commodities. And once again, Classic Causeway. I know it's a mile and a half race, but you know, I think that really does work to the advantage of Classic Causeway because we know that um, the, the distance. At least, I, I don't think the distance should be any issue at all for him. And we know that if he can settle down in the lead, he's dangerous. And and I don't see anyone else even remotely coming close to pressing him. I mean, even the horse on the outside, Artican, I mean, that doesn't have any. Um, I don't think has any early speed based on the races I've seen and, and, and just kind of reading some of the trip notes. looks like Artican is going to be uh, well back um, and everyone else should be at least a couple lengths off this horse. I mean, he might just think that he's out for a little jog and, you know, when they ask him to run, he'll he'll pick it up. So uh, Classic Causeway for me uh, would be the pick here. Uh, another horse that I'm interested in, and, and I don't want to steal too much of your thunder if you like this horse because there are a lot of interesting angles here that you can go to. Uh, without stating the obvious, on like Nation's Pride, for example, like Wicked Fast, the two horse is one um, that I'm interested in taking a big leap here, uh, you know, from uh, the, the $35,000 claiming level uh, in, into this sort of spot. But understanding connections and who they are, and specifically the trainer in this particular instance, who's also the owner, Joe Sharp, um, a track record with um, making these kinds of moves having success and so um, you know I don't think this is just a, a haphazard uh, you know uh, dropping this horse in uh, and hoping that, that he, he finishes third I think this of a chance to win and um, I read Ortiz up for him as well who, who rode him uh, a little earlier in the year so I like that horse quite a bit
0: so I can't believe that you chose Classic Causeway because uh... look at us hey look at us look at us huh? who would have thought not me I love Classic Causeway. That is my pick here. Uh, I I, I agree with you 100% wholeheartedly that it it comes down to an issue of pace and Classic Causeway looks like the horse that can do it. I mentioned horses that ran on the front end at Saratoga. It seemed to chew up early speed. That could explain uh, how that kind of that opening for Nation's Pride came about. Uh, I I think this horse could really have it more of its own way going on the front like that. Uh, I, I decided when I was like structuring out this ticket that I can't use Nation's Pride defensively here. Uh, I mean you you have to use if I'm gonna use classic causeway, I can't use both. Uh so I'm gonna go with the play from the far outside, pretty much from left field, uh Artican, the uh the German horse, uh for Marcus Klug, uh with uh, you know, <laughs> everyone's favorite um, you know, evil Tony Stark cousin, uh Adrash Stark, uh, you know, of, of Germany here. Uh for the angle I took. is one the horse has really done uh, a lot of distance also over some pretty you know heavy uh what my buddy malcolm bamford over in newcastle would call a bottomless uh sort of uh you know uh turf turf courses so i i'm I'm saying with the distance i I like looking at euros but i'm gonna try to avoid using frankie Tory. i'm putting together a no frankie Tory pick five folks um i i don't know what to say for myself uh because of that so here we go
1: what's what's the trainer's name again uh
0: i, I believe it's i you got to try I, I have a little bit of like a bavarian uh whenever i speak uh the the german deutsch deutsch uh marcus klig uh klug yeah it's not klug you got a klig I just watched this great series on HBO max that's set in Germany. It's called almost fly about these two German kids that want to be rappers. in their like 1990s Germany. It's great. So I've had a lot of experience with German lately, and I feel pretty safe saying it's click um, for the trainer name.
1: Um, Frankie De betting against him and not just betting against him betting against Charlie Appleby may not be the most prudent thing in the world to do. Um, Tory uh, riding in the U.S. Uh, for the in the past year for for Charlie Appleby, um, five horses. Three of them won; the other two finished second, just barely lost. Yeah. And to so, put this into
0: um, perspective, though, I also have picked both Nick Zito horses today at the races that are currently <laughs> running, and he hasn't won since June of last year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, you're not. Yeah. I mean, you don't. You don't hold. Any of the human connections records against them, nor will you solely make a decision based on their ability to win if they, they've had a lot of success in the past based on, on previous success. So I, I respect that. And and I think that we do fall into the habit of, of like getting really, you know, uh, sidetracked but by, by that kind of data. Um and I do it myself, too, all the time. I think it's interesting because I'm, I'm, I'm a big storyline guy. So I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, this guy did it again. How cool. But at the end of the day, it's like each horse is what you should be handicapping and assessing. Hey,
0: I bet I bet keen ice babies in both the Alabama and the Travers this year uh, because I wanted that that narrative to happen. So I completely understand <laughs> narrative betting.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: All right, so yeah, horizontal. I was one six. Let me give you a little trifecta play. I keyed the one classic causeway over uh, the three five six, the three five, six. I even, I believe, threw uh, Dettori. Or sorry, no, I did use Dettori in the uh, trifecta. I was about to like really rethink how I approached this uh, if I gave that that bum ass trifecta <laughs> bat out. So. Uh, I'm going to get my shit together. We'll be right back with more Notorious OTV brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and we are going to wrap it up with the money leg of this pick five. Time to get paid, blow up like the world's trade. We will be right back. Introducing ROIP VIP. It's a brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books, plus exclusive access to real money pools. Entry to our exclusive week one and week two pools with guaranteed $5,000 payouts, as well as our season long pool with a guaranteed 100K payout. Get access to exclusive data to help with your weekly game picks. Premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools and exclusive swag. Use code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com VIP and get 50% off of your first month of Run Your Pool VIP. That's code SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. Now what is odds trader? I'll be damned if it's not a one stop shop for pretty much most of your your sports gaming needs. It's a place where you can compare odds from all the major sports books. They like, they put it all together in one. You compare compare different sign up codes and promotions so that when you shop around you can play with a little bit of house money. App also gets in some In-depth statistics, player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, all the stuff that you want to know before you place a wager. Also, it's got a bet tracker, so you can keep track of your wagers, have a little accountability. So, go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Odds Trader, the number one site of all of your game day bets. Welcome back to the Notorious O.T.V. brought to you by the Sports Gambling podcast network we're talking belmont the big a we are rounding out the saturday september 17th late pick five at aqueduct the belmont at aqueduct meet it's race 11 the seventy-seven thousand dollar new york bread main special weight six furlongs on the outer turf i don't know about you i kept a really skinny ticket pretty much all the way through and i think it's so i could indulge in this like last leg like if this Mm -hmm. were the dessert cart coming by i'd be like just Set the brakes, Tristan. It's not going anywhere for a while.
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh, Were you like,
0: really spread out also?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I this the, the profile of this race is one in which the favorite, and I think the heavy favorite is going to be the eight-horse Royal Dancer, if I'm reading this correctly, and, and that's also a horse who doesn't win um and obviously you you'll find those in in maiden special weight races but this is a horse who's had five opportunities i get that he comes out of like a new york stallion series race or she excuse me comes out of a new york stallion series race in which she was really good and, and came really close to winning that being said like horses who don't kind of have a nose for the wire. Sometimes, you know, over five or six races will, will continue to not have a nose for the wire, and I'm not going to take a short price on that horse. So I, I tried to find a few other horses who I thought could potentially uh, jump up and, and improve. Uh, for example, the two-horse Aleste. Aleste. um is one who, uh, you know, uh, was absolutely, like, routed. Well, I wouldn't say routed. Yeah, I mean, she, she lost by a good margin on debut. Um... But it's going longer, cuts back here. Um, Luis Saez out the first time, comes back again, rides again. The sire here, Astern, it's an Australian uh, horse, uh, produced uh, over the past uh, several years nearly 20% winners uh, from his U.S. turf sprinters, so... Um, and just comparing that to the rest of the field, that's easily uh, just on a simple pedigree search you're doing, like, oh, yeah, which sire is like the best U.S. turf influence uh, for turf sprinters. Um, Aleste in this field is that horse. And um, that's out of an 81 race sample. So um, it's not like I just pulled like five five runners that he had and that, that, who did well. Um, he's a horse with some pedigree. And, and I think that, um, you know, you can expect some logical improvement here uh, from race one to race two. And... The cutback, I think, will help because I mean, the horse certainly look look gassed and probably had to do a little more early than um, he wanted to. And I know on the cutback, he may still need to work early, but I think having a little bit of a target and pace to run into will will help that horse a lot. And speaking of pace, I think there's a good bit of pace in here. Uh, Royal Dancer has one, for example. The four, uh, Shinful, uh, has got a good amount of speed. Um, and then, you know, it remains to be seen what the first-time starters are. Of the first-time starters, I like the three true martini um this is you know michael michael Maselli. Uh, i just kind of looked it up he, he hooked up with kendrick uh carmouche uh last year uh with a nice winner uh, first time starter uh turf sprinter i believe um you know and, and he can pop with, with first time starters i mean you'll he, he'll, he'll occasionally have one um and there's some pedigree on the damn side as well that i looked up smart gabrielle is, is the damn on this horse already produced a couple of uh turf sprint winners and so, um, there are a couple of things that are interesting about that horse, and I and I believe she'll probably go off at like a massive price. Um, I've got one more long shot, but I'll I'll let you jump in, so I don't talk about every horse you might want to mention.
0: So, just quick update: uh, Nick Zito heating up. Uh, his his horse went off at twenty two to one, uh, and and got nosed out of place. So, big hope for Siciliano uh, later later today. <laughs> um, uh, this kind of sort of race uh, at. My buddy Caleb taught me this angle is like, when you feel like every horse in the race sucks and you definitely know it, take the only horse that you don't definitely know sucks, which for this, for me is the new shooter. Uh, number six Lita, uh, for what's a star guitar, baby. Uh, what up Louisiana bred star guitar horse? Uh, everyone's favorite, uh, sire commercial coming on strong. Rocking the Travis Tritt wannabe song. Love it. Uh, so yeah, I, I like, lita with jj up it's not like jj was not riding extremely well in turf sprints at saratoga i'm hoping that 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 kind of uh you know comes along uh with him to aqueduct i mean it's just kind of a math field so i always like to take the the hopefully price warranted shot at the at the first or so i'm gonna mean, win on the six lita i i peppered in i think i was ended up five deep here uh i, I peppered in the uh let's see the four the six the eight the nine uh you know three also I, I was all over the place
1: it sounds like all of them
0: it, it pretty much should be all like because especially if i you know if i go one by two by one by two alive to five and then lose out on a pretty good little hit especially when i put my put my neck out like i probably should just try to turn this into like a really confident pick four mm-hmm. uh but i mean i also gotta keep the lights on dan you know
1: true true I, there's one other horse that who, shockingly, all the numbers you just threw out there you didn't use on your ticket, and that's the seven, Lemon Red um, only one race under her belt uh, way back in January at Gulfstream uh, presumably she came out of that race with an issue because she hasn't run since then um, but moved from, from Chad Brown to uh, Horatio Depaz, who's one of my old, you know, old favorites, uh, sort of mid-Atlantic, Maryland trainers um, you know, back to the Sagamore days and all that, but, uh, you know, Horacio De um, a really smart trainer. Like, you know, I, I, in my experience, mm. always, uh, you know, does what's best for the horse and, and it looks like, um, this horse had plenty of time to recover. Um, you know, the works tell kind of like a murky story. I can't really know for sure. Like I, I don't, I don't see anything that really jumps off the page as being a spectacular work or a terrible work. Um, so I don't know. There's a little bit of guesswork going on here, but, uh, Horacio, really good numbers off a long break. He's got Trevor McCarthy up. Um, they've got history click well together. Um, again, hate to go back to human connections for, uh, you know, kind of a, a feeling about a horse, but lemon red to me as the profile of a horse, uh, just based on the long break. If you're looking for a horse who could maybe jump up and, and run a big race, maybe not win, but, but, but a big race at, at a really nice price. I think that's one I would include on, on exact and trifecta tickets.
0: I I would recommend people to try to go back and watch the replay of that January 19th race and try to figure out if something happened at the break, because this horse has the running line of something I always kind of look for in maiden special weight races, which is uh, horses that finished like way back open links because it could be that these are the horses that need the lead are actually early speed horses in disguise. They face a little bit of adversity, maybe at the break. Maybe they just didn't quite make it to the lead like they thought they would. And they just pack it in. They pack it in. They lose big. But uh, especially if I saw like uh, blinkers being added here. Also, my other thing about this horse is one time I said to myself, uh, "Horacio de Paz, but pronounced it Horatio de Paz. And I can't stop doing it now uh that's really just who he is in my head
1: can you get on that train let's let's go back to some of the handicapping tidbits because you do touch on (laughs) a really important one and i wanted to add to that because like you're just
0: gregory heinzing around (laughs) me getting you into any sort of controversy just tap dancing i appreciate it
1: you know when you're looking at maiden races maiden special weights especially when you're looking at horses that you think are you know who have got some talent you know they've they've been purchase for for higher prices so forth and so on um i think you know that you're generally dealing with, with with a decent racehorse right and so that's the sort of the um sort of the assumption you make going into the race and so when you see something like we see with lemon red which is essentially a non-race right is 10th 9th 8th is about 10 lengths behind throughout and just doesn't gain or doesn't do anything and then just loses by 15 lengths. So you're like all right what the heck was that uh when they come back with the horse and they and they put her back in at you know, a, a similar, you know, in a similar spot, like, okay, that's, you know, that that's something that's, that's actually, with this horse in particular, that was against open company. And now they're coming back um, against, against state break company. So, um, you, you know, they're, they're saying, you know, maybe that was a bit ambitious. So you look at the conditions, you look at, at, at where, you know, where the horse returns, but the other profile that I'm always intrigued by uh, with horses, we've only seen run once And that is, they get out there, you see it in the, you know, you you go back, you watch the race, or you kind of just look at the PPs and you see first, 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 eighth, 20 lengths behind. Like, I actually really like that. I like horses that show really good speed and then fade. Now, of course, you could look at like, okay, was the horse on LASIK, not on LASIK, did they bleed, did they not? Once you sorted that portion out... If it's just a horse who just went way too fast because it was their first race, I found second time the second time out, assuming they're not like six other speed horses who are like we're gonna like battle the horse in submission. I like betting those horses back. Like a second time super super speed horse who faded terribly on debut. Like you can't just fade and lose by a length, you have to fade terribly. Yeah. I loved to, to bet that horse back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you, if you add blinkers, if you add LASIKs, if you make any sort of little change, that makes me think that you're trying to improve, especially blinks, you know, try to get that, the extra, you know, couple lengths of speed right out of the gate. It, it says to me, okay, this horse has to be on the lead. So I, I would be like, just red alert. Uh, if I saw blinks there, but it's not one to, to overlook. And I mean, Harithio, uh trains a good, good horse. Um, <laughs> That is it for our late pick five. Let me go ahead. I'm going to rattle off my final ticket for everyone. This ended up being a $10 play. It was uh six with three, nine with two with one, six with three, four, six, eight, nine. I'm saying really skinny to start the meet. I, I did a, a $8 ticket for, for opening day, late pick five. So, uh, thin is in, uh, trying to, you know, watch calories before the holiday season, Dan, thank you so much for joining. I know you got a, Big uh, what you got? Big trip planned? Uh, heading out of town, right?
1: Going to the Holy Land. Literally flying to the Holy Land. uh, Graceland,
0: Memphis. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, (laughs) that should be that. Man, it sounds like a like a pretty cool trip. How how long? How long of a like a flight? Like total travel is that?
1: I think I want to say it's ten or eleven hours. I might be wrong. I think it's like ten or eleven hours. Um, and the flight is like slightly longer or shorter on the way back i don't know i i should this is a my wife always jokes around with me because i was texting her this morning i was like hey i'm like check out this video look at this cool stuff they have in tel aviv and look at this and that she's like oh welcome to the party now you want to start talking about this trip right after i've like accounted for every single detail I'm like we should go here we should go there she's like nope we, we can't do that we, we're we not doing that yep that, that can happen so yeah I, I, we're in that phase where, like, I'm trying to be gentle, and so now I preface everything I say, and I will for the next 24 hours. But with, hey, you probably accounted for this, but um, you know, have you noticed that they're they're doing this thing there? And so, uh, yeah, no, but, but really looking forward to it. Um, excited. I
0: set the yeah. bar low with my wife. Like, I never plan anything. When <laughs> she's like, "What do you want to do and when we get there?" Like, I don't know. Like, watch Sports Center, I guess. <laughs> then do they have <laughs> a nice so couch? We,
1: uh, yeah yeah that's the way we are most like we go to like you know and not that we travel internationally because we don't but like any trip that we take it's like let's just get there and then we go there and then we're not doing anything we're mostly sitting around and you know she'll eventually be like all right i'll take care of that but just even the basic logistics of like when we're going to the airport like like are the passports packed you know we got to dig them out she's like i've done all that dude chill out relax
0: I've actually put them into a fanny pack that is on your waist right now. Just <laughs> exactly. chill out.
1: Yeah, look down, bro. Look down. Yeah,
0: that sounds like quite a trip. I, I mean, it should be should be fun. Be safe, of course. And man, I, I'm so glad. Always glad to have you back. The man who plucked me out of obscurity. So, if you have anything uh, detrimental to say, say it to Dan. It's all his fault that I have a microphone in front of me. Um, yeah, uh, we'll catch you next time on the Notorious OTV. There's so many things going on. You have all these winning your end races. This is when we start being the one time of year that we looked at like parks, stuff like that. So stick around. It's about to get just crazy here in the Notorious OTV. We'll catch you next time. We are out.